Welcome to the Amplify to Seven Figures podcast, where we look inside the mind of seven-figure entrepreneurs to see how they amplify their business and amplify their life. Let's welcome today's guest. Today's guest is the CEO and co-founder of Marketplace Superheroes. Over the years, he has worked on successfully building his online business to eight figures, and he became obsessed with business growth, which led him to create Grow My Reach, a platform where online business owners can learn the exact skills required to become high-level marketers and disruptors of their own industries. So please give a very warm welcome to today's guest, Stephen Summers. How are you doing, Stephen? What a great intro. Lots of energy there, Paul. You definitely had some uh, coffee, I think, have you? <laughs> I, I actually am caffeinated free. I do, I do oh, not do any, well, any coffee. Drugs are great then. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be getting me a bad reputation with that stuff. So, so Stephen, really want to dive in today talking about, you know, you've, over the last 12 months, you've done eight figures combined and across your different businesses. There's a lot of different stuff going on. Yeah. What One thing that we want to really look at is how, how are you getting from, from where you were maybe a couple of years ago to, to grow into that eight-figure eight mark? And, and what, what are the biggest shifts that you've had to make to get there? Yeah, um, quite a lot, actually. I mean, the, the, the secret to what we do is uh, we live out really the Jay Abraham three ways to grow a business model, which I, for any, anyone who doesn't know, the first way to grow a business is to add more clients into your business and obviously therefore more quality prospects. The second way is to increase your average transaction value. And then the third way, of course, is to sell to your existing clients more frequently. Now, a lot of people know about this, right? And they talk about it, but in my experience in this industry, Hardly anybody actually does it. What most people do is they get really hung up on Facebook ads, YouTube ads, you know, what's the best funnel at the front? How do I get more clients? And that's all they focus on. Not that that's not important because it obviously is, it's critical. But where where we made a shift um, over the last number of years is we said, well, look, we're always going to want to get more clients into the business. That is critical of that. There's no doubt. But what if we spend more time almost and i would say more time thinking about ways to offer more things to our existing buyer base number one uh because that's like anybody listening right now i guarantee you you can add in another six figures depending on how many people you've got uh even seven figures by doing something like this by looking at your existing clients and thinking what can we offer them that will blow their mind that we don't currently offer so that's kind of the first big macro principle of, of what we have done. The other thing that we've done as well, though, is we said, well, and it's so funny because we've been doing this for a while now. Uh, we offer low ticket, low friction ways for people to become a customer. And we've also created a distinction between a customer and a client. So for us, a customer is a first time purchaser and a client, you, you become a client when you buy more than one thing from us. And, and the reason that's important is because how you market to customers is and should be very different to how and what you obviously are going to market to your clients. And what's why I laugh is because I've, I told a lot of people in this space that this is something we do. And everybody said, yeah, now nah, we just sell high ticket, quote unquote, and all the rest, right? We sell high ticket as well because it's an important part of your business, but it's only one part. 
But why it's funny is because now everyone's doing low ticket, right? Everyone's like selling a book or whatever on Facebook ads or YouTube ads for $5 or five pounds or whatever the case may be. And not that that I'm not laughing because it's like wrong or anything. I'm laughing because everyone told me, no, that's not the way. But the point is that a business should actually have a mixture of things going on. Because if you, let's say, are running advertising and you're lead generating, so you're not really looking to monetize, monetize that lead too early. You're looking to build your, your list, right? Build your audience, build your prospect base. And then you obviously offer those people different solutions. So it can be your main core offer if you're selling something. If you're a course creator, for instance, if you're selling something for one or two, two, two thousand pounds, dollars, whatever, that's probably one of the first things you're going to offer those people. Then you're going to look to move those people to a higher end purchase and maybe to a mastermind traditional model, right? But within all of this, it's limited. It's all very limited because I know a lot of people who teach this stuff and they'll say, well, just have a, a $2,000 thing, six grand and then 25. Like that's, that's it. Nothing else, right? I think that's crazy because for one, when you start doing the numbers on it, for sure, those three offers will form a lot of your business. However, where everybody goes wrong is they're only good at the front. And this is something I see on all, even big name email lists. They don't email their list very often. They don't build a relationship with their email list at all. And they take the warmest people at the front of the business and they monetize them. And maybe now and again, offer the opportunity to move up the ladder in the business. But what we do is we, number one, we build our list, obviously through advertising, stuff like that. We do make those people a variety of different offers at different price points from the lower friction end to become a customer to then upgrade to our middle of our value ladder, being our thousand dollars sort of stuff up to a bit of coaching at six and then up to back end. But what we've also do something else, Paul, which I think is uh, very different. We have a process we call creating IPOs. All right. And an IPO is what we call an instant profit offer because it's something you can create within your business that can solve one of the same problems your core offers solve. However, you can monetize the exact same person additionally by putting these within your business. And you can do this ongoing throughout the entire year. At the same time, you're not only just promoting these IPO offers, you're taking your $1,000, $2,000 buyers and using a variety of different campaigns at the back of your business to offer your $6,000 thing, to offer your $25,000 thing. You're taking your low friction buyers and you're then moving those to the middle or creating other opportunities where they can get a similar or you know the same outcome as your main middle of your funnel offer but you're unpacking the offer a little bit so you can step those people up. So in other words, we have a lot going on. We have a whole system we call it perpetual launch. That's the name we've given to this process. And obviously happy to go into any aspect of it. I have nothing to hide. Yeah, that's so firstly, really appreciate you sharing uh, really what it takes. And uh, I, I see the same thing when I go into businesses is like the, uh, like they've got a 30 day follow up sequence for the high ticket and then it just stops, yeah. <laughs> uh, which, yeah. is, which, which is which is kind of crazy. So one of the things that I'm, I, I'm interested in, just because we're geeks in our business as well, is sure. 
when, when you talk about tracking people over and over again, right, by, buying, so, you know, recency, frequency, monetary value is essentially the three yeah. things. So how are you tracking, like, that lifetime customer value to actually know, okay, what is the best front end or the best back end to bring people in with? Yeah, I'll be honest and say we don't track that as well as we could ha- could do. Um, mm-hmm. That's because uh, the reality is that, and people have different opinions on this, but I, my opinion from doing a lot of work on this and using a lot of softwares is um, um, the word is escaping my brain now for some reason. But when you're trying to attribute, attribution, there we go. Yes, attribution. Attribution is very difficult. Proper attribution to say, well, I know exactly I can attribute this action to this channel and all of that. There's there's softwares that, that do a good job, like Hyros and stuff like that are decent, but it's very difficult to get really, really, really good attribution from, from my perspective. When we're working on this, we're, we're building a solution in-house uh, to deal with this. But when it comes to like, what's the best front end and what's this, what's that? Yeah, like, I mean, that's just a... a testing with a variety of traffic and seeing so what we would do is with a low ticket offer for instance we'll promote that to our email list of mm-hmm. non-buyers and we will then see a, a number of those with a, an email campaign what were the best ones what ones converted the most explosively and we would then move that back to the front of the business if we could find something that was better than what we currently have we have this really simple thing for ten dollars we basically took like a lot of our youtube videos took it all YouTube stuff and repositioned them as mini masterclasses. And that's a $10 offer at the front of the business. And nothing's really ever beaten it. It just works really well. And when you buy that, you upgrade to our middle of our, our business. So I wouldn't say there's a massive science. It's more testing to the list, seeing how uh, it operates, how it performs. And if it performs explosively, we would move it back towards the front of the business. Um, yeah, so yeah, we, can, we can go further on that. But that's... Yeah, that's- so, and for for people as well who haven't gone through some of Stephen's funnels, so I, I was I was geeking out on them. What one of the things that you guys do really really well is when you're bringing people through that masterclass, you always got these like exit pops and things of of get, getting them back to that upgrade. So, do you think it's really important when you're guiding someone through a front end funnel process to monetize that and actually make sure you're at least breaking even on the front end? It is to always giving those little reminders, but yeah, without spamming them (laughs) dangerous territory um because there's a few things on that so the first thing i would say is you got to understand where the traffic's coming from so in the in this example that we're talking about this is traffic that comes to our website Mm -hmm. uh, marketplacesuperheroes.com is the website we're talking about and then you know there's not much to do on that website i want to put people into the funnel as soon as possible because it's the only way i can build a relationship because that's the real thing that i want to do build a relationship mm-hmm. and then we have an engine for building the relationship which is email and social media right mm-hmm. so that's where people are coming to so they've probably heard me on a podcast talking about amazon or something like that they've seen us somewhere so they're coming to the website yeah okay i'll i'll get the free training it's a seven-day master class is our front end that we use for there which works really well and like you mentioned yeah we do offer this ten dollar upgrade for the vault so it's fine to offer those people a $10 offer because they're kind of expecting to buy something. And obviously it helps qualify some buyers early on in the process. Mm. Now, if you're running to advertising, uh, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, et cetera, that can change. And that's just because there was no necessary, there was maybe no pre-frame 
to those people clicking on the ad. So we have an ad, we have this thing called the Amazon Success Kit. Uh, it's a free thing we do on Facebook. And we don't try to make a sale early on in that funnel. We actually have a process that we've I learned initially through Caleb O'Dowd, a good friend of mine. Mm. And it's a nine-day KLT sequence. It's a no-like-trust sequence, which is basically nine days of emails introducing us, giving out really useful free content, um, giving out free videos, and just getting to know people. Because it's, it's the belief that I've definitely seen is true, is like, if you can just hold off, especially from advertising, on trying to monetize too early, you can just hold off a little bit and really focus on just washing people with value. There you go, there you go, there you go. Uh, when you eventually move to monetizing, you'll monetize really well because you've built a little bit of no like, and trust the other aspect of this, Paul, I think is really important is like the different principles, the different yeah, principles uh, in your business, like the different pillars of belief that you put out there. What do I mean by that? Well, when someone comes to me, wants to learn to sell on Amazon, for instance, they have a belief system and the belief system usually is like miles away from where I want that person to be in order to do the thing that they're interested in doing. Therefore, through these KLT sequences, through doing live streams and getting to know people, that's when you get to start putting out the themes in your business. So for example, in Marketplace Superheroes, one of our big themes is become a producer, not a consumer. Yes, I almost said it the wrong way. So become a producer, right? So we spend time early on explaining what that means. Why right now, up on this point in time, likely you've been in this situation, working in a job, not happy, all of that, and explain to people like the beliefs you've got to have to be successful with this business are different from what you have right now. There's nothing wrong with you. You just got to make some of these changes. So by getting to know people, you're starting to change as Russell Brunson would talk about, you're breaking and rebuilding belief patterns. Mm -hmm. Very, very important, right? So you're doing that the whole way through. And so when people then come to be monetized, they're beginning to believe the right things at the right time so that they'll actually buy the thing you have to sell. It's also my belief that like, by, by how people come to your email list is really important because if they were given, let's say, a one-page cheat sheet, for instance, right, which used to be the big thing, yeah. people would do lead generation, right? Well, some people just get that and then they're like, they didn't expect to ever receive emails from you because you just said, I'm going to give you this cheat sheet. And they're like, hey, I want that. Give me that. But then when you start emailing them, they're kind of like, well, this wasn't really part of the deal. So for these people who come to our website, what are we doing straight away? We're saying there's a seven day email masterclass. So like, you know, you're going to get emails for a number of days from us. So it's okay. It's not like a surprise whenever they get the Amazon success kit off of Facebook, for instance, we tell them like, we're going to be sending you more valuable things. So that's an important aspect as well. So that they will actually listen to what you have to say. And so when you start putting people into campaigns in your business, once they're on your email list, if they're a buyer or a non-buyer, these campaigns then are a lot more effective because there's no like trust. They know why they're on your email list. They're opening your emails. And the biggest thing is, they actually are listening to you and they're trusting you. And that's the biggest thing right now in the world is that most course creators, most coaches, most anything, they're not taking the time to build trust with people. And as a result of that, they get some people on the front to purchase. But then I have so many clients I'm working with in this area now, 
literally their email list, their whole contact platforms, their distribution are worthless because they're not spending any time making them the most valuable part of your business. I, th- I think I, everything that you just said there is well. people need to listen back to that stuff because it is it's so powerful. And what one of the one of the things that I'm curious on, if you look at like Todd Brown's process, for example, yeah, he, he creates a lot of triggers and stuff based off if someone started in a campaign, then he's going to put them in that follow up campaign. Are you going more of a, a linear version where it's like, hey, they come in here and then they go to this campaign. And once that's finished, they go into this. Or is it kind yeah. of like, for example, let's say at the bottom, you've got, hey, these are three ways you can work with us. And as soon as they click one button, then it puts them into that cam- campaign. Yeah, we've kept that pretty simple through the lifetime of the business. Um, I, I, By the way, Todd is a great guy. I Years ago, I'll tell you just very briefly, we invested 10 grand spend the day with Todd Brown, myself and Robert Ricky, my business partner, Marketplace Superheroes, before we had 10 grand to invest in, honestly. And it was it was one of the best days we ever spent. That's a long time ago now. It's maybe 2014 or something or 15. And it really was huge. So a big shout out to Todd. I'm always going to be a big fan of Todd. Uh, but, but yeah, like Todd's big into all these triggers and all these action points and stuff like that. And it, it's not that that doesn't work because it works great. Uh, but we've just kept that a lot simpler for that audience simply because like the, the the thing we were offering to those people was relatively linear in question. Now, years later, now that we've, we've grown out the things we offer, we don't just talk about private label Amazon. We talk about like things like wholesaling on Amazon. We've even moved into other areas now, like crypto and stuff like that in a very beginner way. We don't do the whole, you know, you're going to make a hundred million X return and all that nonsense. Very simple stuff. Yeah. The point is now is we, where we are now, we will start to use more of those triggers and finding where we can put people into is a bigger part of our business now. But, but when you're starting, like if you just have one main thing, uh, honestly, I think a lot of that stuff can be overkill and slow you down and get you really bogged down in f- funnel sort of dungeon uh but some people like you you paul you're a massive funnel nerd right uh paul you're is a massive funnel nerd he won't be angry with me saying this so it works a hundred percent could we have got even better results maybe by using some of that stuff probably but it was more for us was about getting this out there getting it done and it's my belief now after doing this for years you know making a lot of money we've probably done 40 million over the last few years, I would say, um, doing affiliate stuff, all of that. You know, we did over well over a million dollars in, in actual affiliate commission last year. We don't promote that, that many things, but we definitely did that last year. I can tell you what's more important than any of this stuff is just trust. Trust. Uh, if you can just get people to listen to you and you talk with, uh, how's, what's swearing situation on this podcast, by the way? Uh, yeah, we can we can we keep can it clean. Like, as, as as long as it's not a real word. Keep it clean. Of... No, I'm gonna keep it clean. Don't worry. I was just checking because I was gonna say something that wouldn't been bad, but I, I, let's keep it clean. So BS. Then let's just say yes. Right. So we you come across no no BS at all. You're a real person. You're not promising ridiculous outlandish things, and you're telling people that you have a methodology and a mechanism that is different. You explain why it's different, and you explain these themes, and you and you actually are a real person. That is more valuable than any like click trigger or anything like that, in my opinion. What What's really interesting is about that 
the the way that you talk, you're taking something that is is quite complex, right? Re- really, and uh, and I've noticed this pattern going through your stuff as well. Is it, you're taking those complexities and going, how can I make this beginner friendly? Is that something that's a natural yep. ability within you, or or is it something that you had to really learn and go, how do I dumb this down? Yeah, uh, definitely was something I had to learn. I actually, do you know what? I learned this, and here's where people are going to get angry now for a second, but then you'll be okay. All right, trust me, you'll be okay. But I learned this from Ty Lopez, would you believe? Uh, people have a thing about Ty Lopez. But I'll tell you something, just as a side note, you go back to old, old Ty Lopez content when he first came on the scene, mm-hmm. some of the best business building information on the internet, like for real, uh, before he got really obsessed with like, like you know, sports cars and everything. And he's, he's a good guy, all that. But anyway, point is, I learned from him because he had this idea of his 94-year-old grandmother. And he's like, if you can explain this to a 94-year-old, you're on the right line. And so I'm consistently looking at what I do and, and asking myself, okay, I'm explaining this to a 94-year-old. Can, how, what can I say where they will closely understand what I'm, what I'm telling them? And, I'm, and again, I can get better at this, but yeah, that's what I do. And that's what we focus on in Marketplace Superheroes because something else I've learned over the years, Alex Becker talked about this when I was in his mastermind for a little while, a number of years ago. It was a great lesson for me. He said, and I believe he's right, 80% of most markets are beginner markets, Right. Um, now, does that mean we should all just be teaching beginners? Uh, definitely not, because what I'm talking about today, for instance, is not for beginners. It's for people who already have something up and running. They have clients, they've got people on email lists and all of that, and they want to grow, right? That This is the information for you. But at the same time, yeah, like there are way more people who want to learn how to build a course and how to do these things that are very, very uh, earlier in the process. And so you've got to look at what you're doing and decide, well, what's the market I'm going after? And for, for marketplace superheroes specifically, when we talk about Amazon, the majority of the money in that market is in beginners. It's not in more advanced people because more advanced people, they'll be like, I know this stuff. I don't need to listen to this, even though there's massive power in the fundamentals. So we build other solutions for those people like our freight company and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's, what one thing that you mentioned as well a couple of times like affiliates and stuff like that now i know you guys are good at getting strategic partners as well so like how how do you go and find a strategic partner let's say you're slightly earlier in the business maybe you haven't got i mean you may have revenue but you may not have uh network right so how, how do you go and find those strategic partners yeah so i had no network when i first started uh marketplace superheroes in 2014 15 had no email list, no nothing. So I've started from scratch, like literally scratch, right? And built this up over the years with Robert. But I would just say uh, the first thing is, like you just said, if you have no network, understand that your network is actually going to be a key, key component of your business as you as you progress. So the best advice I have for you, and now that you know, it looks like COVID is coming to a bit of a conclusion now, is to go to events. Uh, in 2014, I went to an event in Florida. I just so happened I was on holidays with my family and there was this event on and, and, and I was getting to know people in Facebook groups. I was in a great Facebook group with Ryan Lee, uh, a good friend of mine. He was running the group at the time and I got to meet these different people and I, I spent the time to jump on and talk to these people, get to know them. So there's a guy called Dave Miz. I don't know if you know Dave. You know Dave? No, not yet. Oh, man. He'd be great for this show. He's an email, uh, absolute email legend, this guy. Lovely, lovely guy, good friend of mine. And well, Dave said to me, listen, I'm going to this event. Do you want to go? 
And I was like, absolutely. So I just got the tickets. It wasn't even expensive. It was a Tanner Larson event back in 2014. Um, I think it's called Bill Gross Scale now. So I went there, total beginner, like, as in, like, didn't have a following or anything, but was beginning to sell the original version of Marketplace Superheroes. And man, I met David Schloss, who still runs our Facebook ads to this day. Great wow. guy. A really good friend of mine. I met um, Liz Herrera, who's really well known in the Amazon space. Now we don't do business with Liz, but very well known. She was starting at that point. I met, I mean, three, four other people who to this day still are involved in some way in what we do. And to give you a really concrete example of this. So I got to meet David Schloss, as I mentioned to you, still runs our Facebook ads. Uh, David introduced me to one of his clients at the time, a guy called Jay Boyer. He's another good friend of mine. Jay's got a pretty big email list. He does a lot of affiliate stuff. And Jay actually invited Marketplace Superheroes on to, to, to promote Marketplace Superheroes when we, in 2015 when we were going less than a year. And that changed our lives completely because that one partner, we did, I think, 300-odd thousand in sales, which we'd never seen before. This was like, unbelievable stuff in like a weekend mm. to, to do that uh and that was just incredible and that really was the launch point of marketplace superheroes because from there we were able to leverage that and and keep going with other partners and stuff like that so i would say events are a no-brainer facebook groups where you see people who are doing things complementary or different to you and your your peers getting to know them is really valuable and actually caring about what other people are doing not like you know well if you give me something then you know that kind of way scratch back i'll scratch yours more of a no no genuinely like gonna help yeah yeah i'm been but actually helping like i mean god the amount of times i've i've done stuff when i started out i was writing emails for people and critiquing stuff and like anything i could think of connecting people together who i knew who i still do that to this day like that was huge and then the next thing i'll tell you is investing in people who are further on than you. So that Todd Brown example I gave you, that was in 2014, 15, just when we started. And I thought, let's go and speak to someone who knows what they're doing. So we went over to Miami. We, we met Todd for the day, just for one day, but it was, it was fantastic. He really helped us. But what happened there was his affiliate manager is another friend of mine now, Andy Hassan, who is an awesome guy. Mm -hmm. And so because I put the, my money where my mouth was, I now was seen as someone who was seriously like serious about this. And then um, Todd connected me to Andy and I know Andy now years and he connected us to some of our biggest partners like Stefan James and Tatiana James. We would never have got to speak to those people only for Andy was the person who connected us. So you can see the whole way back, like where, where it goes, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's really 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 crucial and what what's interesting you mentioned as well about the word uh, leverage that that relationship so um correct me if i'm wrong on this but did you kind of take that result from jay jay boyer and then and then go hey look we just did this partner thing over here and it made three hundred thousand dollars and then you literally went to the next partner and then 100%. then you've got your pitch because you're like hey this works we've got results with someone's list and then you can just do that over and over is that what happened Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And still to this day, give you a few tips on this one. To this day, we do the same thing. Uh, Marketplace Superheroes now doesn't really do as much partner stuff as it used to. 
Um, but that's changing because we're changing what we talk about. The kind of the Amazon space has changed a little bit over the last number of years. Uh, there's less people talking about private label now. It's moved on a little bit. So we're moving as well. And, and really nowadays, we kind of spend a lot of time doing this back end stuff. So, but now because we have a new angle for our Amazon business, we are now bringing on partners again. And those relationships that I've built over the years, I go through that network and that's going to be huge this year actually, which is exciting. But anyway, um, yeah, we leverage, like you just said, the other thing you should do, the minute you get a good result with somebody like that, get a video, uh, jump on with them and do a little interview, talk about the promotion. Like, and how I do these videos is I start with before you met us, yeah. what were you doing? When we, why did you feel like you wanted to promote what we had? Obviously said a little bit better than this, right? But this is ultimately what we do. Why? So then they're talking about, like I chose Paul's product because actually I saw he was doing this. I felt that was really interesting, that particular thing. So that's helping other partners listen and go, oh yeah, that, that's actually interesting. Then we talk about during the promotion and like, how did it go? What, what was the webinar like? Or what was the whatever, like, you know, whatever mechanism you're using there. So, oh yeah, it was great. You know, we did 25% conversion on the night and, da, 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 da. and with the outro emails, we did another, whatever. So we ended up doing, I don't know, 120 sales. It was really great. The guys are great to work with. Uh, I really recommend it. And I'm delighted I've made money. So in the affiliate game, like that's what you would do. I would also say though, over the years, like I don't, I don't classify myself as an internet marketer. Mm-hmm. Um, not that there's anything wrong with being an internet marketer. I just feel like we've tried to elevate ourselves a little bit away from like, you know, make money online, quote unquote, and try to go a little bit more like, you know, this is a real business we're teaching with real stuff, you know, we're that type of thing. And, and the reason I say that is some of your listeners, you might not be in the, you know, internet marketing space or make money space or whatever. And so to that end, I'll just say everything I've just said, still do it, get the videos, get all that, but really humanize everything. Don't just talk about money, like, cause money is one thing. Talk about how a relationship is and, you know, the, how you, how you actually deal with your, with their clients that they've sent to you, how well you took care of them. All of that is so important because then strategic partnerships, like in, let's call it the non-internet marketing world, which are more like, let's say for instance, let's say here, right? So I do something, you do something. And so if we were to pool our resources together and be like, well, Paul does this thing, Stephen does this thing. Let's like, you know, help each other out and work together on whatever. That mightn't be like a webinar or a, or a anything like that. It could just be more of a, when you're speaking to clients or I'm speaking to clients, I know what you do. And so I bring clients to you uh, for that stuff and vice versa. So it can be very informal, smaller, but if you're dealing with clients, and let's say you're dealing with clients and they're paying you 10, 20 grand, whatever for what you do. Well then, you know, you don't need that many great referrals for it to be very profitable as well. Exactly. Now I just want to change gear on, on this one as well, Stephen. Of course. Um, and so, uh, and we'll have to answer these questions pretty quickly. So this one's, this one's a deep one. What do you want to be remembered for when you die? Helping helping a million people learn how to build their own independent income on the internet simple straight to the point i love it it's all about legacy (laughs) yeah uh it kind of is now i mean look i i'll just say briefly on that a lot of people go on about money and money is important look there's no doubt about it uh i i like making money like anybody else but really like i'm 30 almost 35 now 
So I'm not old or anything, but I've been doing this a while. And I'll just say money is like, it really isn't a great motivator as you go forward. And genuinely, I would always have said people like this are full of crap, but genuinely, I can tell you the real exciting thing is like seeing other people do something different. And that legitimately is what motivates me more than money these days. Exactly. All, all the money is is a measure measure of how many people you're impacting in the world and tokens of appreciation, essentially. Wait, yeah, and when you don't have it, it's everything. But when you have it, it really isn't as interesting as when you didn't have it. One hundred percent. Now, um, the other question that we ask everyone who comes on the show is, uh, who would you nominate to be on the show next? So many people, uh, but two people. I'm going to give you two because I'm going to give you a bonus. Uh, Devin Zander is a good buddy of mine. Devin runs a company called Scup. Do you know Devin? Uh, it's, De- Devin's in one of the Facebook groups that we're in and uh, started going back and forth with him a little bit over the last few days. I think he's, uh, he used to run a lot of Shopify apps and stuff as well. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, yeah, smart smart apps. And there they've scuffed that, that net. Um, great guy, good friend, partner of mine now as well. Uh, in, like He's going to be promoting what we do. We promote what they do. They're great guys, him and Matt Schmidt. I would recommend Devin for sure because Devin would be the guy to talk to about this. Then I think Dave Miz, this other guy, uh, I'd like to, I think they would be great for this show. He runs at a really successful um, email marketing um, agency, but he works at all kinds of different companies, has great insights on email, and I think would be a brilliant addition to your show. Fantastic. Now, just before we wrap up, what is one quick win that people can use to amplify the business today? Easy peasy. Go and look at the clients you've got and identify an offer you can put together, right? This weekend, whatever, that you can put out the following week. And all you do the following week is then when you figure out your offer, go and find your most active clients. You can reach out to them on Facebook if you like, or send them an email, whichever whichever is better for you. Just bring them to a call, jump on the call, and talk them through, talk them through the offer. And the final thing on that will be, here's what you do. You say to them, I'll tell you what, you go through all this and you don't get this result, risk reversal let's say you go through this program and you don't double your investment training investment over the next year i'll give you double your money back or i'll give you your money back so you when you put that together you get a big guarantee you get a great new offer a new opportunity for your existing list get them on a call because you don't have to spend as much time writing up vsls and all the rest and next week you can make 10 20 50 100 grand whatever you want beautiful absolutely love that uh, so finally, where can people find out more about you and what you do, Stephen? Yeah, so I'm going to give you two spots. Uh, so if you're looking to learn more about perpetual launching and growing that type of stuff, you can go to growmyreach.com. It's a new brand we created for this year. And obviously, Marketplace Superheroes is where to go on um, the Amazon stuff, even if you just want to see what we're up to. And you can check out, we're going to have a new YouTube channel for Grow My Reach, but we certainly have one for Marketplace Superheroes as well. You'll see a little bit about what I talked about there also. But yeah. Would love to talk more about perpetual launching. It is my true passion. Uh, this is, I'm really excited about doing it this year. Fantastic. And you can check those links as well in the show notes on amplified to seven figures.com. You have been listening to the Amplified to Seven Figures podcast with me, Paul Ace, and my amazing guest, Stephen Summers. Remember, amplify your business and amplify your life. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Amplify to 7 Figures podcast. To access the show notes, episodes, and this month's giveaway, head over to www.amplifytosevenfigures.com.
Remember, amplify your business, amplify, amplify your, your life. life.